In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. DJ Envy is the NFL playoffs. Teams are entering the home stretch. Gold and glory is in sight. And I've teamed up with DraftKings, an official partner of the NFL. And right now, they have an offer. You want to know the offer? You don't want to miss it. All customers can get no sweat bet. Get a bonus bet back if your same game parlay or same game parlay X bet doesn't hit. Max reward limits apply. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up by using promo code TBC, which stands for The Breakfast Club. That's TBC. And if you're a new customer, you just bet $5 and you get $200 in bonus bets instantly. How dope is that? Wondering what you can do with that $200 on bonus bets? Combine multiple bets together for a shot at even a bigger payout. If sports betting is not yet available in your state, you can still join in on all the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. All new customers can use my promo code TBC. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Wake that ass up. Uh, in the morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Brother Kevin Gates. <laughs> Welcome back, brother. Thank you for having me. How you feeling? Why you laughing, brother man? Kevin Gates? Oh, you look clean, oh. my brother. Yes, you do. Man, Always I should have did this off the hell. What? what? Uh, you promised me that last time that if I brought you uh, the book that you would autograph it. Oh, that's easy. And you gotta easy. put the you gotta put the one that's gonna be worth money though. Put the signature worth <laughs> that's gonna be worth money. I, I need both of my books autographed. We gotta do that before the interview over. I All got right, you. Thank you. I got you. Well, how you feeling, brother? Um, how do I look? Amazing, look great, and amazing. I just ran a mile. You look six, happy. In uh, like six minutes before I came over here. Really? Outside a, or in a hotel or on the treadmill? On the treadmill. Yeah. That's your routine in the morning. What's your What's your morning routine? Uh, yoga. Just movement. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say just movement, moving the body around, raising my frequency. Man, the the, the but be- inside running is easier than outside running. You gotta deal with the elements. I like outside running more. I, I don't know. It's just when I'm outside, it's just like I'm. I like to be going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Twenty four degrees though outside today. I just was outside uh, <laughs> at the lamb truck with shorts on and a uh, and a hoodie. <laughs> For real, mm-hmm. like that's cryotherapy for me. Like when your body, when you subject your body to cold temperatures, what it does is, in order for it to stay warm, your body kill off all your bad cells, all mm-hmm. your inflammation and things of that nature. So it was therapeutic in nature for me. What what got you into your knowing yourself and knowing your body so so well? How, how did you get on that journey? I used to do drugs, and drugs used to make me feel good, and I believe that rehab is for quitters. So I never been to rehab. So now it's like. I do things that make me feel good. Working out makes me feel good. I'm addicted to it now. Mm-hmm. Before I work out in the morning, don't talk to me. I'm a grouch. Mm. I'm gonna curse everybody out. Mm-hmm. Just let me get this workout out the way, and then after that, hey, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can be of service now. You know the beauty of what you said. Most people will say that about coffee. Or most people will say that about weed. You know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. talk to you till I drink my coffee. I can't talk to you till I smoke my cigarette or smoke a blunt. The fact you said that about exercise. Uh, those are That's crazy that you say that. Those are rituals. Mm-hmm. Like my morning ritual is working out. And that's crazy that I got a coffee brand called Ritual. Like as far as me being one of the generals, it's General's Ritual. That's my coffee brand. And that's a ritual. That's one of my rituals in the morning. I got to have my coffee. I got to work out. I got to get up in the morning, black coffee, cold shower, pray, stretch, work out. And you on. Then I then I can be of service. But before that, don't talk to me. I'm a grouch. Man, the thing I love about you too, Kevin, man, when I listen to the ceremony, everything you're saying right now reflects in the music. Mm-hmm. Every, like, every single thing. You call it medicine music. Medicine music. Talk to me about what medicine music is to you. The music that raises your frequency. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I used to just play a lot of songs on live, like, because when I'm working out in the gym, I like to hear something positive but hard. So I got this one song on there called The Ceremony mm-hmm. where I'm talking to myself, and I'm, like, purpose-driven. I'm developing ridges. You pleasure-driven, you develop ejection. Mm-hmm. Elevated and ranking, mm-hmm. my dick is not friendly. I would not be distracted by women. like, cause I, And mm-hmm. the reason I said that is because... Every time you on your purpose, that's when all the distractions come. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to call and see people, don't nobody got time for me. Like, as soon as it's payday, everybody call you. They know your, they just, that's like, right. they got a, a a magic finger or a, a blinker or something that let them know that you just got some money. 
or your energy up. That's when all mm-hmm. the distractions come when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I want you to expound on that because that was one of the lines I love from Ceremony when you said you was purpose-driven over being pleasure-driven. I think we in an era right now where everybody's pleasure-driven, man. Nobody when, got when you When you're pleasure-driven, you develop addictions. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is any feeling going to get old to you, so you're going to constantly be chasing a greater feeling. Mm-hmm. That's why people become addicted to drugs or whatever they become addicted to. I done became addicted to things that's gonna raise my frequency, such mm-hmm. as working out and fitness and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by if you purpose driven and you stay on your purpose, like I say on one of my other songs, if you're looking for a microwave blessing, it won't happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now you also say, right. earlier you said, you know, rehab was for quitters, so. Yeah, that's for quitters. My question is, so how did you get over the drug addiction you said you had and some of those negative addictions hey, you, you had know you something? Had? If you go back to one of the old interviews on here, I was in here drinking lean in a coffee cup. Really? Yeah. I had a coffee cup with a lid on it. I was drinking syrup in an interview. Wow. I was a junkie. And when did I you had to have it. Or my body would ache if I didn't have mm-hmm. it. It ain't nothing but heroin. Addiction is a disease. Yeah, of course. I don't know why people don't look at it like that, but it's a disease. Yeah, so I replaced that habit with another habit. I didn't just go cold turkey. I had to replace my unhealthy habits with healthy habits. And as I kept going and going and going, you know, I started getting into body hacks. Like, if you take this, it'll give you more energy. If you take that, it'll make you mm-hmm. it'll make you focus better. Like saffron, it'll make you focus. It's just like Adderall. If you take uh, sea moss and she legit and all that, so I just started getting into all that. If you drink beet juice, it'll... Re- Take all the soreness out of your muscles because it's mm-hmm. high in nitrous oxide. So I just got to look in that body hex like what could make me perform better so I could get an even greater feeling. And it's a never-ending journey. It don't stop. What was the test? Was it a, a near scare? Was it a, a friend of yours that was close that almost passed? Like, was, what was the reason you'd be like, no, today's no, the day I'm going to change? I was embarrassed into um, working out, and it was beautiful. I was embarrassed into um, getting in shape because when I was fat and I had titties, when I would walk in the room, I would look for the flaws in everybody in the room and I would expound on those flaws so no one would pay attention to me. You're projecting. Mm-hmm. I was projecting mm-hmm. so no one would pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. But when I had my shirt off at the video shoot, I'm like, yeah, I'm trap house sexy. I'm on the block sexy. That was a facade. I'm holding a baby. The baby trying to suck my titty. Everybody looking, they laughing, but it's one of them laughs like, you don't want to, you don't want me to see you laughing. So they like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I see the baby leaning. This, that's the most embarrassing shit in the world mm-hmm. when you holding a child and the child innocent. He don't know no better. He leaning back, really trying to suck your titty. I hear, man, take this baby. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> fell out laughing at me. And I felt like the worst in the world. I was like, so it was anger. It was embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It was everything. And I was, I couldn't be mad at everybody because shit, the baby, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. baby really trying to suck my teeth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And after that, that's what just made me say, you know what? I ain't fuck that. Man, I'm about to get in shape. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being a fast slob. And then everybody watched when I got on the um on Instagram and I said that prayer. I'm like, God, just make me lose all this weight today, mm-hmm. God. I'm tired of being a fast slob. I don't want to be the fat mm-hmm. rapper no more. And everybody just Follow my progress and my journey since mm-hmm. 2018. You really worked out. You ain't do. You wasn't like an Olympic gold medalist. You wasn't doing none of that, right? What that is? Olympic is the uh, the, the shot, shot that everybody everybody's taking now. It's no, a shot. sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though you know, there's people that take that shot. They head be bigger than their body. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that? Though? Absolutely. They head be big. <laughs> it look like you're right. It look like a lollipop. I'd be like, what? Right. <laughs> 
they head be bigger than their body. It, yeah. it, it look like they be disproportionate. Mm -hmm. Even people that go get surgery, like, not women, I don't know what women be doing, they be looking good when they do it, but like a lot of the men that I see that go mm -hmm. get surgery, they head be bigger than they body. Like, it, it's, it's disproportionate. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's, I'd rather just be disciplined because if I cheat my way, cheaters never win. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. That's right. Like I just come off a seven day fast right before my listening party. I ain't eat nothing for seven days. No food at all? No food at all. So just a liquid or? Just liquid. I've been longer than that though, but mm -hmm. I just needed clarity. And whenever things get too cloudy for me, I just don't eat nothing. Wow. When you say rehab is for quitters, are, are you, yeah, you're quitters. not discouraging rehab, are you? Cause some people, yeah, because some people's mind isn't strong enough to just quit things cold turkey. Some people need to go to rehab and have other people there to hold them responsible, hold them accountable. Quitters. But that's the point. You want to quit the drugs. Uh, no, I'm going to replace unhealthy habits with healthy habits. I see what you're saying. Because once I started working out, that that lean started tasting like drugs to mm -hmm. me. Once I started sweating out and detoxing my body, when I drink, I'd be like, <laughs> shit tastes like drugs. Mm -hmm. and, and me wanting better for myself, made me not want to fuck with that. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to sit around for you to come pat me in my ass and all that and tell me it's going to be okay, Kevin, little Kevin. and I, That's not what the world going to do, Kevin. Mm -hmm. So I can't talk about what nobody else going through. I got to hold myself accountable. Rehab is for quitters. I can't get up there and say, now nah, some people going to say, that's fucked up. He said, no, nah, I take self-accountability. It may sound harsh, but I'm going to beat myself up so the world can't beat me up because mm -hmm. the world is a cruel place. It can be a beautiful place if you allow it to be. Once your perspective changes, that's when miracles happen. But I'm not, I don't need nobody, I don't need to go sit in front of nobody and they tell me, yeah, the first key is admitting you have a problem. I told myself I got a problem. Mm -hmm. I talked to myself, I'm in tune with myself. I'm calling, twice as big to me, and I say that because I'm calling this female, calling this female, hey Kevin, stop calling that hoe, fuck that hoe. Stay on your purpose. Mm -hmm. When she come back, you ain't gonna have time for her. Mm -hmm. I talk to myself. People may say I'm crazy, but I'm winning. That's mm -hmm. how I process things is talking to myself. On, on the song Broken Men, you you talk Oh about, my God, I can't believe you. I love Broken Men, man. Oh my I, God. I, I, I think that you, I, this is probably your best album to me. I, but, um, but on Broken I, Men, you talk about a person who told you things would fall apart <clears throat> if y'all split. That's yeah. a true story? That's a true story. I had <laughs> um, I had somebody tell me that if we, were, if we wasn't together, that everything would fall apart. Mm. You know, this a some old, like, mm -hmm. but they told me that, and I was like, and that affected me. I never said nothing about it, but that was kind of part of my drive. Mm. Like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to hustle so hard, you're going to have to see me. And if you don't see me, you're going to have to hear about me. And that was part of my motivation. And in doing all of those things, like, kind of like the great Gatsby, he did all of, if, you, if you've never seen the movie, mm -hmm. he did all of these things, these great feats, only to show somebody else his worth. So I did all of these things just to realize that external things never add value, anything external. And it was like, the reason I called it broken men, cause so many men go through that feeling inadequate, mm -hmm. not feeling good enough, feeling like they only as good as their ability to, their ability to provide and to do. And cause I still feel like that sometimes. Like, like what can I give? Did I do enough? And things of that nature. But I, I I hate to sound like one of them people that uh them what you call them them uh you know them positive people that, that motivational speaker I hate to not not them the guru ones, no the ones that that go hiking and shit with you 
Oh, hippies? They your sponsor. They, you said hippies. You don't call them, hippie you don't call them your Accountability partner? Yeah, they'll tell you you are enough. Oh, yeah, motivational speaker. What do you mean? That's, that's like a sponsor, like a positive like sponsor. Your sponsor. Like, like your sponsor. Your positive sponsor. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I hate to sound like one of them, but you are enough. Like anything external doesn't add value. Yeah, you yeah. are enough. I didn't know I was enough till I got to really know myself, and I'm like, man, I'm fly. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, um, I still like to wear jewelry and stuff for my brother, but at my listening part, I ain't even wear no jewelry. Emmett came and gifted me with this watch. I had never seen before, and then I just put it on. I said, I ain't even gonna wear no jewelry. I am the jewelry. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dope. But I, think, it, I think of a situation like that, you know, back to what you were saying, a lot of times your partner or your friends around you should be instilling that into you. That's why you, you talk about positive energy and your friends and positive frequencies. Yeah, um, I didn't have that around me coming from where I came from. So a lot of times when somebody could see your greatness, mm-hmm. they'll say things to put themselves on the same level as you. So you won't think too much of yourself because you might get away from them. And you know, this is what, you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Question, was that person right? The person who told you things wouldn't work out for you if y'all split? Look at me. I'm Obviously talking about not. for the moment. I'm talking about in that moment. Look at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at me. Absolutely. <laughs> Trying to find a love within. <laughs> I've been thinking about you and I can't pretend. Mm-hmm. I'm falling in love once again. No longer looking for love, I decided to let you in. Yeah, come on, man. We don't we don't talk about the inspiration that women can provide like that. We just heard Rod Wave say the same thing. He was like, he got on his grind musically because his girlfriend at the time was a super NBA young boy fan. I go back and tell her thank you all the time. Thank wow. you for not believing in me. So y'all still have a good relationship. Yeah, we thank you for not believing in me. <laughs> well, I don't know where she is right now, but okay. you know, I thank you. Back then. What did she say when you say that to her? She cried. Damn. She missed me. She missed out. I'm so serious. <laughs> yeah. I'm turned up about you. I got beautiful children and shit. Now life goes on. Now, now speaking of turned up, did you really go to a Beyonce concert and turn up in a Beyonce concert? Fuck it. But look, this is what happened. <laughs> I paid for my nannies, all mm-hmm. my nannies to go to the concert. Mm-hmm. So you remember when they was supposed to come to New Orleans? Mm-hmm. So they had everybody was outside, just outside. So I'm like, ooh, we gonna go, cause I've been going, I went to a Drake concert. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went two nights in a row to Drake. I went and seen Usher. You know, I'm just on that and like just studying all of the greats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you go to New Orleans, it's a party outside before you even go inside. Mm-hmm. So I was bomb, 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 ba-da-da-dun, you know. And it just, it was a party outside before it was a party inside. Mm-hmm. So that was like, I'm beyond turned. So you was I, really turned during that time? Yes, Lord. If I come out the shirt, I love to come out my shirt. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look at me. I just, I love to come out my shirt. I love to take it off now. Mm-hmm. I used to hate to just, I used to wear layers. Now nah, I can't wait to come out my shirt. Do you ever I wonder come out the, that bitch right now. You ever wonder where the titties went? Do you ever look in the mirror and be like, damn, <laughs> it gone? It was dietary issues. Mm-hmm. It was it was dairy. It was it was the dairy I was eating. I still like a little, I still do a little dairy every now and then, but it got to be done in moderation mm-hmm. because it'll cause you to like, It'll cause you to have that little layer of fat like up under your nipples mm-hmm. that men have. Then most men don't notice. You still got abs way up here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what tighten it up. And dips tighten it up also. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to have to get that little fat removed. It scared me. But I noticed once I changed my diet and started working those areas, I ain't got no problem. That's what's up. I'm together now. Now back to the young, the young say freestyle. BG is on that record. BG and Sexy Red. One of the first, yeah, BG and Sexy Red. But this was one of the first times we've heard a BG verse. So 
was you and BG cool? How, how did you and BG link for this one? Because this, this is the first verse I've I heard. Been, and he's I've, I've been knowing him because mm -hmm. he like a friend of the family. Mm -hmm. Like I got cousins that know him, like Menace. I got Booby, that's my brother. He know him. He grew up with them, and I've been knowing him for a couple years, maybe like thirteen years. Mm -hmm. We ain't, we ain't seen each other in about thirteen years. I probably knew him a couple years before that, maybe like. We met like 2007, eight or something, mm -hmm. but through friends of the family, we always just been kind of cool. But the whole time he was in prison, we always sent him pictures and looked out for him and things of that nature. So his journey was our journey. He was with us. Mm -hmm. When we was in Germany, he had the pictures and everything. Like we walked him all the way down his whole bid. For people that don't know what that mean, walked him down his whole bid. We jost him, we sent pictures to him, you know, we kept him, he kept his spirits lifted. So when he came home, it was just only right. It was only right. Mm -hmm. Like it was beautiful. It was historic in nature to me. He's a legend to me. Mm -hmm. I love the way he sounds because sometimes, you know, somebody will go get locked up and they come home after a while and they got that that old flow on them. But he sounds. I think he better than yeah, those. Yeah, he sound. He get up and work out every morning mm -hmm. and everything. He on his workout shit and go straight to the studio. Mm -hmm. So I think this situation made him better than ever. Yeah. You know, you, you talk on this album a lot uh, about cleaning your sins. What do, what does cleaning your sins look like? Um, what kind of sins? I don't know. Like some, what, cause like, some 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 sins people say. Uh, some some sins people will say like uh, that you, that they did something bad. They need forgiveness for it. Mm -hmm. Some sins you got to forgive yourself for. So what are those sins you talking about? Because to me, everything seems like a like you said a self awareness journey, a reflection. Of you talking about when I say healing, uh, cleanse. Um, feather was floating on top of my head, cleaning my sins. I think that's the one. All of my sins. Okay. You know, when I go up on the mountain, I ask God for forgiveness. Hey, forgive me for the things that I I did unknowingly. Mm -hmm. Forgive me the things I did knowingly. Just forgive me, mm -hmm. and then I forgive myself, so I don't keep looping in it. What does that feel like? Do you feel it? Like, do you feel something removed from you? Or yeah. Something come off your spirit? You can feel it. Yeah. Like, you can sit right here and say, on this holy divine day, I hereby release all the energy that no longer serve my higher self. And you're going to feel lifted. Mm -hmm. Because we empaths, we pick up on energy everywhere we go. Now, some stuff, a lot of people say that I did, they look at it as sins, but I don't look at it as sins. Mm -hmm. I look at it that that needed to be done. So them ain't the sins I'm talking about I need forgiveness for. If I did that, I meant that. Cause some things, you know, it just had to go like that. What you mean, like discipline, like violence? Yeah. Yeah. Standing up for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, because the you know, a lot of times, people don't learn from just talking. Pain sometimes has to be the greatest motivator. Mm -hmm. From what I learned. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot. And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. It's actually better when you I don't you got... feel like self-defense is a crime. No, not at no, all. No, not at all. And it's actually better when you got a clear mind because you know you're not projecting your pain and hurt onto somebody, so you know you're only defending mm-hmm. yourself. I don't, I don't operate like that, but mm-hmm. I'm big on respect. Like, I'm, I'm super big. I'm still big on respect. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. But I lead with my respect first. But they got some people that, and I tell my children this, I love y'all. I do. And I'm a great father. But some people did have to know me as a monster. Because mm. that's the only way that they will stop. Mm. I love uh, bird, birds calling too, man. When you say you're a Palo Santo big torch lighter, you say prayer is more important than exotic cars. Yeah. And, and, and to me, was, was it intentional to put lyrics like that in a song called Birds Calling? Because people will see the title and think something yes, else. Yeah. It, it was intentional because, like I said, I got a new coffee brand called Ritual. Mm-hmm. It's out right now. And it was beautiful because I went back to the trap, but instead of flipping bricks, it was keys of coffee. 
Mm. And that was the beautiful thing about it. Like some people say, he's glorifying this, glorifying that. No, I'm not. I'm turning a negative into a positive. Mm -hmm. I just got the key to the city in Baton Rouge, and I got the key to the city in New Orleans. Mm. And I never thought that what I was doing was helping people. Like, but what I'm doing, like helping other people heal, is really me helping myself heal. Mm -hmm. You got two songs on the album uh, with the healing title. One is called Healing. The other one is called Mistakes Make Us Great. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing amazing. <laughs> every song I'm on there talking to myself. <laughs> every song, like every song I'm talking to myself. I, I don't think you can heal anybody, though, Kev. Per, per, I, I can. You think so? Yes, you Lord. said you can heal a woman. Yes. I think a person has to want to go get mm -hmm. healing. I heal shit. You, <laughs> yes, Lord. But, but heal at, you just touch him like how you start the car engine? No, I don't, I don't heal. Heal at my, what point? You know, my touch is healing. Okay. But you know, I heal shit, though. You really think you can heal a woman? I don't think I know. Can you... I think you can assist them, mm -mm. show them the direction, mm -mm. maybe. Bitch gonna be a new creature when she leave from around me. Well, you can't start with calling her a bitch. Who? <laughs> the person you healing. <laughs> nah, I'm a, that's only in private. In public, it's bae and love and all of that. But in private, ooh, bitch. It's a term of endearment. Oh, I see what <laughs> bitch, you so, bitch, you so beautiful. <laughs> ooh, bitch. Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. God, thank you. God. Bless the hand and prepare this meal. We about to say our grace. <laughs> but you can't go around just healing Ooh, everybody. You made me you? have a flashback. Nah, I don't heal it. Everybody, <laughs> don't, had a flashback. everybody don't deserve healing. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Mm -mm. Everybody don't deserve healing because they might be healed for a week, then they'll just go back to that same that same behavior. Then yeah. I got to put them on dick restriction. <laughs> Doing dick restriction. You had to put girls on dick restriction, guys? Yes, sir. How long? What's the longest you ever did? I do. I start with ninety days. And you tell them that you're like, yeah, the Damn. first offense ninety days. What's the so offense? offense? Hmm? What's the offense? I don't know. I just it depends on you. You know, code of conduct is big with me. You know. So what's the code of conduct? What what? See that you go. What see, do you have a problem with? We just trying to get some of this game. Every relationship is, is different. So what's what's <laughs> part of? It ain't that, but you know, like I, I believe that honesty is the best policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I meet you, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you how I'm living. This is how I'm living. Now, mm -hmm. if you accept it or reject it, this is how I'm living. Have you ever had girls rejected? Like I'm not doing no ninety day dick restriction. No, they don't. That ninety day don't go like that. It just they just end up being. Hey, look, hey, you keep on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on dick restriction. <laughs> so you still go out? You just digging no dick? No, I'm just, I'm just. You gonna, you know, like I say, rejection is, rejection is a beautiful thing. I reward loyalty with loyalty. I reward disloyalty with distance. You know, you you think about what you did. You know what I'm saying? If you not, this not peaceful. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be nowhere that's not peaceful. I'm not gonna be nowhere that's gonna lower my frequency. Mm -hmm. That's just where I'm at with it. Like I ain't trying to be. You know, I ain't mm -hmm. trying to make the blogs for, you know, talking like this, but yeah, this is how I'm coming. Have you ever been on vagina restriction? Who, me? Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, I can't. So I, no. already, I already had it. Like, you don't, don't know glitter and lightning bolts shoot out that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. With all due respect, baby. But what if you got an, what if you make an offense? What if you do something she don't like? Like what? I don't know. You already knew what I was when you met me. Damn. You already knew, like, with all due respect, like, see, I don't know why I be meeting killers that's scared to tell a woman the truth. Mm. Like, when you tell a woman the truth, you give her the option. Honesty is the best policy. But women have intuition. And the reason I'm truthful with a woman, because it's spiritual. They are spiritual creatures. Mm -hmm. They can transform liquid into something physical. So they already know you full of that's shit. That's real. When they meet you. 
they already know. Like, they know what's up with you. Like, so, babe, where you been fucking, babe? You gonna help me wash these sins off me? You gonna help me wash these sins off are you, me? Are you, you want me to help you pack? Which one, babe? I, I, like, what we gonna do? One of the two, because you, you know either she gonna leave or she gonna stay, so you gonna help me wash these sins off you or you gonna help me pack? I mean, they already know. Like, Damn. women already know what you been doing. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know why people think they don't. Women psychic. Mm hmm I'm not about to lie. I'm, I mean, God done blessed me. I got too many blessings. Mm -hmm. So do you ever see yourself with just one woman? I'm with one woman right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> At the moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you talk about loyalty, <laughs> when somebody's disloyal to you, how do you bring them back in your fold? Like trust, once trust is violated, that's a motherfucker, man. It ain't it ain't gonna ever, it ain't gonna never be the same no more. I mean, suspect evil or no one until see it. Once see it, forget it not. Once an enemy could never be a friend. And that's just it's I had to I had to cut a lot of baggage. I had to trim a lot of fat. Like that last the last time we was here, I trimmed mm -hmm. a lot of fat since then. Mm -hmm. Like with just the people around me. I started throwing away all of the wrong relationships for all of the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we be loyal to things that's not loyal to us. But that's just where I'm at with it right now. Were you a forgiving person? Were you somebody that? Yeah, somebody... I forgive. Like I told y'all last time, I forgive. I do, but I ain't about to forget. Let's not be naive now, buddy. That's right. Mm -hmm. Let you just do it to me again? Mm -hmm. Like, nah, that's not intelligent. Mm -hmm. you, you told another great story on healing. You told a story about a woman not getting wet for you no more. And you said mentally she yeah, moved like, on. That was some powerful women, shit. Women, women can mentally check out. Mm -hmm. They can mentally move on. And you know they they have vaginal dry vaginal dryness. They arousal fluid not there no more because they just they mentally moved on. Mm -hmm. That can happen. And what 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 are you doing? A woman's in that situation, you just let her go. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, the proof is in the pudding. Now she could have been dehydrated or something because she was on the plane. But all that, I ain't got time to be in all that. Mm -hmm. You know, I get it. <laughs> right? You checked out, baby. It's mentally checked out. Women mentally checked out. Yeah, what, what, and I had to ask my mother what that what, what that was. She said, "Baby, she might have mentally checked out." Damn, that happens sometimes. Yeah, but what if it but is just a physical? Sometimes, it, sometimes it happens because you not being a person that a person wants you to be. Mm. No, I love you enough to let you go. Go find that person that you say that's better than me. Can't wait. Does that hurt? Everything hurt when you love somebody. Mm -hmm. I love for real. Mm -hmm. But like, nah. I can't wait to get my heart broke. I just use it for motivation. This shit turned me into a monster. Look at me. I, that's the fuel to, to this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stack it on me. Do it some more. Come on, let's go. Y'all ain't doing nothing but making me better. Mm -hmm. Every time I get mad, I'm in the gym. <laughs> let's go. That don't, it don't bother me. Mm -hmm. It used to. People don't even make me mad no more. I used to be like, man, this nigga pissed me to... Nah, you just, I'm just disappointed. I was gonna ask that. What, I'm what, disappointed in you. You know, I really had a lot of respect for you. Mm. There's some people that'll never re-respect me. There's mm. some people I never re-respect. Cause I ain't about to sit up here like I'm perfect. I done done bogus shit before. Mm. I done done lame shit before. Everybody did. I done done whole shit before. I thought that because even though I said something and I said it in dude's face. I still did some whole shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said it in his face, and we fought. My grandfather put him to the side. Man, that's some whole shit you did. 
You did some whole shit. Yeah, you told a girl this and this and that, and yeah, then you said it again because mm-hmm. man speak twice. You said it in dude face and y'all fought and all that. That's cool. Yeah, you was a man, y'all fought, but you did some whole shit, boy. Don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. So I ain't about to sit up here and act like I came out the pussy perfect, you know what I'm saying? I ain't come mm-hmm. out the pussy wearing a bandana and all that, you know, with, with a pistol in my hand, you know what I'm saying? No, These are learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. You ever look at some of the stuff that, that people pick up that you've said or, or, or that goes viral and be like, they just misconstrued what I said. Well, no. This, no? No, I don't, I don't really pay that no attention. I used to, like in 2021, I used to pay attention to Instagram, but once I deactivated my page for that year and a half, I engaged with the world now because comparison is the killer of all joy. Because if I say something and they might just take a little piece of it and it go viral, but then when you go look at the real interview, you're going to be like, he really made a lot of sense. Mm. And that's what my mama said, man, I don't even tell nobody. I know this is going to sound weird. No, it don't sound weird. This me. I'm, I'm my authentic self. People going to either accept you or they not. And that's just where I'm at with it now. What made you take the page away for that year and a half? Was it clear your mind? I was depressed. It was causing depression because comparison is the killer of all joy. I'm comparing my life to other people's highlight reel. And it was causing depression. Once I got off that and started engaging with the world, I'm like, man... People love me. Mm-hmm. People love me on the blacktop. People love me. People walk up to me and tell me, man, you changed my life. They don't really say that on Instagram. They yeah. say negative things. All the time. Of course. I mean, I All seen, the a, time. I seen a, something the other day when I guess you was talking to Finesse two times. And people were, were, he said this. I'm like, y'all must not know Kevin. Oh, yeah, I saw he that. He said you going to put no, his legs I, in no. there. No, I told him, if, have you ever seen any flaws? He said, no. I said, if you do, will you please put my feet in the air? Meaning slam you. If I do something, mm-hmm. slam me like how? Like pick like, you up. Like, slam. Fight. No. What? No. Blow my brains out. Put my feet in the Jesus Christ. Oh, sh- kill you. Damn, Damn it, man. Kill me if I do something wrong. Like I say, like I said on the other thing, hey, find me them two niggas. Find me that one that can oh, say stuck his dick in me. Yeah, and find me the other one that can say I told on him and sent them to jail. You find mm-hmm. me them two niggas, you can blow my mama brains out. I ain't never heard those rumors, Kev, by the way. Yeah, I know what you're saying. When I heard that, I'm saying, I was like, when the fuck somebody said that? No, I, I stand for something. Okay. So that's why I said that. Mm-hmm. You find me them two niggas, you can blow my brains out right here. I stand for something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Find me a nigga that can say he stuck his dick in me. And find me a nigga that can say that I told on him and sent him to jail. Find me them two niggas. And you can blow my brains out right here. And I mean that. I stand for that. You know, because on the when you when you start when you start paying attention to the internet, you can get lost in it. Mm-hmm. It's the black top that matter to me. That don't matter. That's just talk. That's internet talk. And some people live their life based on social media. But if you really get out in the real world and engage mm-hmm. with the world, right. the world operates a hundred percent different than that shit. And I think sometimes people like you and Finesse, y'all forget. Y'all know each other's lingo, so y'all having a conversation amongst I could be the world. Honest, I could be honest with you. Of course. You never heard me address that, right? Because I really don't care what nobody think about. What he mean by put your feet in there? Hey, try me. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you what I mean. Word. Hey, demonstration is way better than verbal. Word. So, like, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. That's it. That's all. Like, I ain't about to address that because that's my brother. He know what I meant. And and he know what I meant, and I know what he meant. Mm-hmm. So I don't see no big deal. It, hey, keep me viral. Fuck Word. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out this Friday. Yeah, this I'll Friday. be coming out. <laughs> the ceremony. Yeah. Is, it, is it true Kevin Durant gave you some advice that got you in shape too? Man, Kevin Durant, 
That's my dog. And DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. And Lethal Shooter. I ain't know so much psychology went into basketball. Mm-hmm. I started um, practicing with Lethal Shooter, and I'm thinking I'm just going to shoot the basketball, learn how to shoot the ball. Man, this dude assessed me. Like, like in psychology, you do the individualistic approach. Mm-hmm. And he did that by just based off how I shoot. You anxious. You focus on the last. You focus on your pass. Wow. I like that. Wow. Don't worry about the pass. Don't worry about the one you miss. Focus on the focus on the present. Stay in the present. Stay in the moment. Wow. And I'm like, damn. He picked me to pieces. And it was humbling. It was beautiful. Like I, and then like with DeMar DeRozan, he showed me some shit. Kevin Durant showed me some shit. Like it's more like playing chess mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. So when you say fit, you meant mentally fit. More than anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fit. Mm-hmm. Ability to take effective form. All right, all right, all right. That's what fit means. Mm-hmm. Now, I love letter to my fans, too. Oh, my God. And, and, and you talk about a, a, Man, a, a suicide crazy. attempt on that record. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I made that song a long, long time ago. Wow. A long time ago. And I was saying, that's, that's when I was going through the acting like everything was okay mm-hmm. on Instagram. I was acting. I was pretending. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. It's okay to be angry sometimes. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be upset. But emotionally and intelligently, how do we channel these feelings and these emotions? I ask myself, why am I feeling this way? But that's crazy that that I put that song on the, on the, I forgot that I put that song on there. But I owed it to my fans because I was pretending with them. Mm. And they knew. Is it triggering to hear that song now for you? No, not at all. Okay. It's, it's beautiful because that's where I was at at one time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I always ask, how did you get out of that funk? Because there's a lot of people that listen that are in that funk and don't know how to get out. That and wanna, especially this generation. Want to kill yourself? Yeah, Absolutely. Kill yourself, kill himself, yeah. You want me to be honest? Absolutely. God. I was there. God. Mm-hmm. Like when I was supposed to kill myself, God intervened. Because I ain't tell nobody. I don't do that. Hey, I'm about to. No. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's horse playing. I feel like you supposed to walk in here and find me smashed in here. Mm-hmm. I smushed myself. That's Now that's not horse playing. He's serious. Like, man, I love y'all. I'm tired. Mm. All that, that's horse playing. You alluding to what you about to do. Now you got to find me and here stretched out. That's the type of person I am. I feel like if you're talking about it, you're not serious. But um, it was God. What was the intervention, if you don't mind us asking? It's so crazy. I had talked about it last time I was up here. Oh, you did? Yeah, you're right. I, do I talked that. about yeah, yeah. it, but I'll say it again for Please. anybody that's mm-hmm. listening right now. Mm-hmm. I had got to a point in my life to where I was like, I don't think I'm really beneficial to nobody no more. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I feel like I'm just a problem. There's always something I could do better. Look, I'ma just go and get out the way. And y'all just live off the money of this shit. Everybody gonna be straight anyway without me. It's cool. So the day that I was going, I was at the gym. I had worked out real, real good. Put all my jewelry on. I'm like, yeah, we about to, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, hey, hey, don't chicken, hey, don't bitch out now. Cause you know, I talked to myself. Mm-hmm. I said, don't bitch out, bitch. Hey, you know what time it is, huh? So I'm leaving out the gym. A white dude, he just texted me not too long ago. I'm leaving out the gym. And he said, excuse me, can I approach you? I said, yeah. He said, I noticed, I noticed you, um, you, you deactivated your Instagram. And on Twitter, you put this, you know, to my friends and my family for getting out my teachings. You know, I love you all. It's over with. Like, like what that mean? I was like, I don't know what it mean. So then he went on to tell me, 
Um, your music is the only thing that makes this crazy world make sense. I'm laughing because I know I'm about to do something gangster. You know how you be joking when you about to do something gangster, but you really be knowing. You really, I'm like, yeah, you know, the world's a, you know, the world's a cruel place. You know, the world could be a cruel place. You know, trust me, I know. I'm telling him like that, just mm-hmm. kind of joking. He was like, yeah, like your music kept me from killing myself. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah. I say, I'm gonna just tell you, you the only person I'm letting know this. I say, I'm about to go stretch myself right now. I'm about to go push my shit out. He crying. Telling me, don't do this. Because if you do this, a lot of people gonna go behind you. That's right. And I was like, you know what? I haven't told anybody. I guess I'll stick around for a little while. Mm. I walked outside and told God, I guess that's a sign. I'm gonna give it three days. And in them three days, that's when life started changing for me. Cause I was off Instagram. I was engaging with the world. I got to see that I was really loved. I really meant something mm. to only the world. Th- you only give yourself three days, you give girls 90. No, no, that's restriction. Restriction. Yeah. Okay. That's nine a day dick restriction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what makes you want to go back on that on this crazy thing we call social media now? Because, you know, social media. You, to be honest, I really don't. Look I really don't work my page. I just oversee it. Like I don't work it. Like I approve like the pictures. Sometimes it'll be me when when the caption be real heartfelt. You could tell it's me. Other times it's just something that I approved mm-hmm. because I got to maintain my sanity. I can't get lost in that social media shit. Right. You you said something else on letter to my fans that I thought was interesting. Uh, you said you apologize to your fans. Is that the reason you apologize? Because of what that guy told you that if you do it, then no you influence a bunch of people to do it. I apologize to my fans because a motivational speaker that's giving great advice that I wish that I could give myself. Mm, I got all mm. this positive shit to say, but I ain't feeling positive when I'm talking that shit. That shit just sound good as a bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody want to mm-hmm. hear that I'm keeping it positive, but I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. That's how I was feeling at that time. I'm like, yeah, you know, just positive, just stay positive. I was faking it till I made it, mm. but I really wasn't making it because I never addressed the real issue internally. I still had harbored all kind of resentment and everything. Mm-hmm. From past traumatic experiences. And now, and now that you've done that, that's how you know you're of true service? You got to go back and face it. That's right. That was the hard part, right. going back and face your past. You got to face it. Mm-hmm. You got to face it. You got to sit with it. And when you sit with it, it's going to be very, very painful. Like anybody listening right now, it's going to be painful to go address these issues because there's a lot of stuff that we keep, like we 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 we, we suppress things. And, and like you could suppress things for so long till one little thing could cause you to explode or implode. It's a trigger. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and face a lot of these things. Mm. You know, sometimes I, some things I had to forgive myself for and move forward. You know, that's why I say in that song, mistakes make us great. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. How often you tell yourself that? Every day? Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Step inside this vocal, vocal booth releasing all my pain. Mm-hmm. Things I deal with on a daily drive a normal person that's same. Mm-hmm. I could relate. Gave my love and in exchange. Got shitted on. It happens on a daily. And the progression is a testament to your elevation. Mistakes make us great. I'm proud of you. I think you're doing amazing. We healing now. That's right. I think you're doing amazing. That's right. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. 
Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. You said you, you see yourself in Krishan Rock. With people laughing and joking, you see the fact that she's so loyal. I saw myself in her at that time. You, you, she was. You I, actually said she's so loyal, she's stupid. That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> I could see the pain, like I could see her pain. And one thing about me, somebody that's really that really has hurt before, that mm-hmm. I know pain when I see it. And a lot of the stuff that people do, they really be hurting on the inside. They really be crying for help. 
And my heart went out to her because I saw her hurting on the inside. I saw that, and I ain't I ain't like to see that. Not not whatever they got going on. That ain't my business. I give a fuck less. Of I'm course. just talking about her. Like when I look in her soul, I see a lot of myself, like with the pain. And you never know what pain to make you do. Do you ever look at an artist that you can see going through the pain that you went to as a new artist? Say, I'm gonna reach out to them and talk to them because they didn't have that OG. They didn't have no, somebody to talk to them. No, they could listen to Kevin Gates music and get some advice from there. I ain't got time. I'm, I'm raising children. I'm raising men right now. I got my own children to worry about. I ain't got time to be, I hate to say it like this, but mm -hmm. I have to put my oxygen mask on first if the plane is crashing, then aid and assist others. So right now, my healing journey was so that I could be a better service to my children and better service to the world. Mm -hmm. Me going single out and talk to this one individual person, he got needs that I can't cater to because I ain't got the time. He gonna want more than just some words of encouragement. He gonna wanna come spend a day and as soon as you tell him no, it's like you never told him yeah. Especially if he ain't never had no daddy. Mm -hmm. So if he if he grew up just dealing with just a single parent household and he ain't had his daddy, how Tupac say when things, with the same drama, when things go wrong, we blame mama. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to deal with situations. All you did is watch a woman just But see, when a man raise you, go in there and make your bed up. Take the trash out. You brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face. Yes, sir. All right, come on, let's go. I'm proud of you. Now you know if now you know if you don't do these things, you got to take your lick. Mm -hmm. What you mean take my lick? You got to take your lick. You can't play the game, and that's teaching accountability, self accountability. Mm -hmm. And then a child be like, okay, yeah, I got to take my lick. If I if I do something I ain't supposed to do, I got to take my lick. We not we not making excuses for why you did what you did. Mm -hmm. Now you got to take your lick, homie. When you're a man, you stand for what you believe in. We stand for what you believe in. You accept what come behind it. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I, I talk to my son he he ain't nothing but nine but I talk to him like he grown as you should because either you learn fast or you die young mm -hmm. if I don't if I don't give him structure the police gonna kill him they gonna kill him they gonna push his shit out cause his code of conduct gonna be off he ain't gonna be conducting himself like a man he gonna be ah you know but you know yes sir no sir you know me agree men Protect Children, speaking of that, Protect Children, another very powerful record. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are some things you learned late that you want to teach your kids early? Um, I hope it's not triggering, but I really don't care if it is, because we all down have been through this. Mm -hmm. That was about sexual victimization. Protect Children. Mm -hmm. I treat your children like my children, like my birth children. When we was little, they used to say we was the worst children. We all been through things that ain't our fault. You got to work with them. Mm -hmm. Protect children. You're not supposed to hurt children. Mm -hmm. And with that, is I gave my children a, a, a place, a safe space. I created a safe space for them to communicate with me. Don't nobody never touch you there, not even me. That's right. Not even your daddy. Not even your mama. Nobody. You know, and they they have a safe space to communicate. Can't nobody get you nowhere and tell you, if if you tell your mama I'm going to hurt you, I'm going to hurt you, hey, Y'all done seen what's up with y'all daddy. Y'all know what come behind y'all. Mm -hmm. So I have created a safe environment for y'all to communicate with me. And I ask my, and my daughter tell you right now, I tell my daddy everything because I'm not here to judge you. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes. We're going to talk about what you did. Mm -hmm. I'm just disappointed a little bit, but don't worry about that. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to beat you up for what you did or what happened to you. Just let me know. 
I don't care if you had a wreck and you accidentally killed somebody. Hey, just stay, hey, just stay there. Stay there, I'm on the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, hey, you get in this car and go. Put the body in the trunk, come on, let's go. Always tell me the truth, I die for you. And that's, I die to protect you. That's great advice what you tell your kids too, because as somebody who's been molested, right, when I was eight, saying that's exactly what they tell you. The person that's doing it will tell you that. like. Don't tell your mama. Don't it's tell always your somebody close. It's always, always somebody in the family. Always, absolutely. It's always somebody close. It ain't never no outside person broke in the house and did this. And so when that happened, it's somebody that you trusted as a child. I trusted you. And then they speared me into all these different type of martial arts and all this because I had a fear of being vulnerable. Mm. This led us to being violent. Mm. We didn't want to be violent. You know what I'm saying? We was good children. But that's, you know, that's just the out. That's... That's like the uh, side effects that come with that. That's right. It's like when I see children or women, like I just, and then come to find out, I ain't even going to say it, but when I talk to somebody else, I'm like, man, you're supposed to protect us. It happened to them too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it made me like overprotective of women and children. I had to realize protecting them is creating that space for them to communicate with you, mm-hmm. to know what's right from wrong and communicating with them. See, we trying to sweep that shit under the rug. No, we got to communicate with our children. That's right. Well, the album is out. Hold on, I got a few more questions. Oh, okay. Ain't asked me anything. That's crazy. I never thought I'd speak on it. Well, I spoke about it on the, the Mike music. Tyson yeah. interview. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then, shout out to Mike Tyson. I love that brother. We was talking about what made us become so violent. And I shared my story with him, and he shared a story with me. He was like, this would turn me into a monster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I saw myself in him. Mm-hmm. At that moment, I was like, I love that man. Mm-hmm. I your, always was a big fan. I always loved him, but at that moment, I was like, "Yeah, I love this man." What's your relationship with Jim Jones? I see you and Jim Jones talks the story when he was on Drink Champs about how how you had a a good relationship early on. I always had a uh, good relationship with Jim Jones. He was fly, you know what I'm saying. And, and I hate to say this, like I'm not trying to be racist, mm-hmm. but I mean this with all due disrespect. It's hard for a bright nigga. <laughs> you got to be extra gangster when you bright. Mm-hmm. You know, when you bright, you know, they be like, how you know how to fight so good, Kevin? Because I got beat up a lot. That's why. They always pick the bright nigga. They don't ever pick, they don't ever pick, he, this dude, he ain't did nothing gangster. He just ugly. <laughs> he just ugly. Why are we ugly? Because we dark skin? Okay, no, keep talking. Not, I ain't talking about, you a, you a chocolate nigga, man. I'm talking about an ugly nigga. He man. an ugly nigga too, but go ahead. He fixed, his, he fixed his face. Nah, he, would, he, he, would, he, would a yellow, uh, he would a yellow bitch gonna like. A yellow bitch like chocolate niggas. They don't like bright niggas. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they feel like we, but then it's You so ain't bro- bright as him, though. He ain't bright. You ain't bright to me, Kev. I'm, I'm really a nigga, though. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I come up in the, you know what I'm saying? I've been I've been battle tested. You know, I'm a, I'm approved. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, but um, just coming up as a child, you know, being bright with curly hair, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I saw Jim John. I'm like, man, this nigga fly. He gangster mm-hmm. and he bright. I say, that's raw. You know, I identify with that because mm-hmm. yeah, I saw myself in him. And that's why I always been a fan of Jim Jones. He's still my partner to this day. He talks about a story. He said you refused to sign with uh, Cash Money till y'all y'all met. Till you met with him. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jim Jones. Um, I was up here in New York. I don't know if that's how. The, I don't. You know, there was a third party. Mm-hmm. Um, Ei and Fee. I told Fee. I said, man, I want to meet Jim Jones. And Fee talked to Ei and Ei put it together. Now I don't know what mm-hmm. they told him in the process. 
But I ended up meeting Jim Jones, and we developed a great relationship, mm-hmm. and we have a great rapport to this day. Like, like that's my brother. I love him. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he in the city, he just, he holler, hey, where you at? And he everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He never changed. He always been the same way. Always the same. How, how do I get a pair of God slippers, man? You know how that happened. Somebody asked me to play cards. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would, but I don't, like, they was gambling. I'm like, I would, but I ain't got no hands. But then they saw me eating. And they was like, I thought you said you ain't had no hands. They not mine, they for God. So when I said God slippers, everything I got on, I just borrowed it from God. All I have is the little that God blessed me with. Mm. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. I walked on water in front of you niggas. What I mean is I walked over all kind of obstacles because I borrowed a pair of God slippers. And I made this shit look fly mm-hmm. while I was doing it. Adversity builds character. If it ain't rough, it ain't us. Mm-hmm. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. Uh- <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Started a battery, got back in charge, did it again. Ooh. <laughs> you know, they don't believe that. You know, they don't believe you started a car with your hands. Can you I, got to show somebody can one I tell day. you something? Yeah. I can give a fuck less what they believe. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, thank you for paying homage to the uh, holy grounds of Walmart, too, man. Oh, my God. When you from the South, man. <laughs> I you, ain't tell you about that. No. Mm-hmm. I was in, I was on color code. Okay. I was hustling at the time. This is when I was living illegitimately. Mm-hmm. I was hustling at the time. But color code is you got to call in, and if your color come up, you got to go piss. So I was in there buying the gloves because I was doing my thing with the gloves so it wouldn't get in my system. That's the myth that I heard that mm-hmm. you don't get in your system if you wear the gloves. And you know, I ended up meeting me a little one up in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was at Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she ate me up in the Honda. You know how that go. Retired. <laughs> so you've been loving Walmart ever since. I love Walmart anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love they got everything you need. That's right. You know, I that's when the DVDs, you remember they used to have a three pack of DVDs, oh, a yeah. six pack of DVDs. I had the little DVD player when I used to be in a trap, I'd shoot over there and grab me a couple of DVDs. I had my junkers go get it. But it's something about going in there yourself late night, two, that's three right. in the morning. That when it used to stay open twenty four hours. That's right. Especially if you grew up in the country. Because if yeah. you grew up in the country probably wasn't nothing else. Walmart going on. is the mall. That's, that's right. That's the mall. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's I met right. a winner. Like, you know, I met a winner in there with the little Chinese slippers on. You know they be in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they got the little steppers walking around in there, but stop playing. And you said you got the almighty on speed dial. And you say the only way to kill a god is when Allah calls them. That's it. When, like, my body is my temple. Mm-hmm. Now, a great responsibility come with looking at your body like your temple. Like, that's really what made me stop drinking alcohol. Like, at my listening party, I had a glass of uh, apple juice. And then I told uh, the bartender, I said, make me something fruity, make it look like I drink, but make it just taste good and fruity booty. Make me a little fruity booty right for you. She's like, oh my God, I love you. Your <laughs> accent. I say, yeah, but don't put no alcohol in it. You know, but put me a little flour on there, you know, make it look good. So I had that, and then I had two um, champagne glasses of apple juice. And I was just walking around feeling good like everybody else was feeling good. But you know, when you say your body's your temper, it come with a great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when I need clarity, I got to fast and clean my temple out so the Spirit of the Most High can abide in my temple. God body covered by the highest. They guns hold no power to this holy temple. But how you kill a God when the law called him? The only time he goes when the law called him. That's it. Almighty on speed dial. He on the speed dial. I could talk to God before I could call my phone. I could talk to God before I could call you with my phone. He on speed dial. I'm always talking to God. Before I drank the coffee, I prayed over it. I don't know what they did to the coffee before they brought it to me. 
Everything with me is a faith move. I don't have, I don't not have security because I'm a tough guy. I don't have security because I walk by faith and not by sight. I pray all the time. That's all I got. That's all I got is prayer. If not, I'll be doing a life sentence or dead. I know this. This is a blessing for me to be sitting right here right now. Because I'm not supposed to be here, big brother. And I mean that with all due respect. I'm not supposed to be here right now. No, you're supposed to be here because God wants you here. Right, but like. And he got got you here to help other brothers here. Without that, you know. That's right. This is God. This ain't me. Now, you are here to help other brothers heal, man. Mm-hmm. And I think the ceremony is going to do a phenomenal job of that. You know something? You remember when I used to, you know, anytime I used to drop an album, I used to say things like, if you want to go get it, get it. If you don't want it, don't want it. That was like that fear of what if it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. This bitch good enough. Go man. get it. No, absolutely. It's the one. Absolutely. Like if you ready to just really just take self accountability and heal, mm-hmm. this the one. But what do you want to hear? Let's play a joint off the album now. Which one? Oh my God. My favorite? Yeah. I can't pick a favorite. I like it dep- what mood? Just tell me what mood we in. But what mood we in right now? Let's play healing, man. I like healing. Let's play healing. I love healing. But I also love that um that T Pain remix that I did. That's shorty, t- shorty, little yeah, yeah. shorty. Little you yeah. know, like you might say this, that even though I'm not your man, you're not my girl. I'ma call you my little shawty, well, my little yeah, little but yeah. she my little yeah. yeah. Let's play both of them. See, like in Louisiana, you might be like, yeah, this is my little yeah. I like yeah. the Young Say Freestyle too, though. Oh, that turned up. That's turned up. You know, I'm a DJ. Bam, 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 bam. Oh my God. Let's play both of them. We play little yeah and we play him. Uh, y'all just gonna forget my Young Say Freestyle. Play it in the mix. I play it in the mix. I play it in the mix. I play it in the mix. Man, play whatever y'all want. You guys want. send me the clean version, Sam Crespo. Send me the clean. Man, Kevin Gates, the ceremony is out uh, this right. Friday. Go pick it up, man. Tell us what the title means. I don't think you ever told us what the title ceremony. means. Ceremony? Yeah. It's a ceremony that I was having with myself. I learned to love again a stranger that was once myself. That was the ceremony, the reuniting with my authentic self. Mm-hmm. It's been a long journey. I'm talking about from the... I. I even told my elders, I never cut my hair and this and this and that. But it came a time when it's time to go back to original form. I was like, but I just earned a new, I just earned a spotted eagle feather. I said, Kevin, you don't wear the feathers in your hair. You wear the feathers in your heart for what it stands for. You wear it in your heart. And I was like, you right. I cried when I cut my hair because I had a lot of trauma and a lot of the things that I went through was all of that. My journey was in my hair. Mm-hmm. And I cried, and it was beautiful because it was releasing, mm-hmm. and I just feel so much lighter now. And the and it's crazy. The girl that duped that braid my hair, she said, "I think you should cut it. I think once you cut it, it's gonna take you to a whole nother level." I said, "You willing to sacrifice getting paid to see me go <laughs> to a whole nother level?" She was like, "Yeah." I said, "Because you committed this selfless act, um, forever you will be blessed." Wow. Wow, well, there you have it. Kevin Gates, Ceremony out Friday, man. Kevin, appreciate you, brother, yeah, man. Yeah. Kevin I, Gates. I love when healing, especially from black men, has a soundtrack. We need more of those, man. So thank you for making one. All right, thank you for having me. Yes, That's sir. right. It's Kevin Gates. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up. In the morning. The Breakfast Club. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, 
Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.